next episode of Chiefs Focus First and Ten. You are here with JP and Caleb. Hey, everybody. Hope you guys had another great time watching the Chiefs football on the Patriots. How are you doing, JP? I'm good, man. How are you? Oh, man, I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain. Another day, another dollar. Yep. Uh, that was a pretty good game there. It was pretty, uh, pretty intense for a while there. Oh, dude, I was actually scared, to be honest, somewhat. I knew they could win, but I was like, I felt like Andy and them were being way too conservative than what they should have been that entire game. You have all these weapons, and then when you turn it on, oh, now they're down the field. But, hey, it was a good showing to see how our defense can stop a good running team. Oh, yeah, without fail. I mean, you know, our defense, and it's amazing to me how many people complain um, over the after a game or over the course of a week after a game. And a lot of the complaints that I received was, well, the Chiefs look like crap. They, you know, Mahomes didn't look good. This one didn't look good. That one didn't look good. You know, it was one thing after another, after another. And I'm like, man, why are you complaining? You know, one of the things that was said that I I think upset me was, it was kind of almost to the point of ignorance, but they said, um, they said, uh, every time Sammy goes up for a, extra yards or go you know tries to get that extra yardage it scares me <laughs> and my impression of that was okay well he hasn't really been injured in a couple of years so i wouldn't worry so much about that and that's how i replied to it and they said oh no not injuries it's because he fumbles all the time and or he loses yardage okay well first of all you know forward progress is your yardage so if you try for extra yards and you get knocked down whatever the case may be then you're still that forward progress is there. So that's, um, you know, not even relevant. And then he's fumbled four times in seven years of his career. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not concerned with him going. And he, they also actually said Travis Kelsey as well, uh, does the same thing. And I'm like, what? I mean, I don't remember Kelsey doing that. If we're being no, honest. No. And yeah, Sammy, his, I think his, uh, his, uh, YAC is about right now is about 5.4. Um, which, it's not bad. It's not, not Tyreek numbers, but okay, there's not another Tyreek. Mm-hmm. So his he's clutch when we need him all the time, and he's just to me. I, I wouldn't have the team any other way. You know, it wouldn't be as successful without him, and we wouldn't have won the Super Bowl last year without him. I'm oh, sorry, we but, yeah. I mean Sammy, like uh, one sports. Um, Sports radio now announcer who's now in Houston said, Sammy Watkins will make the plays you need in the playoffs. And that's exactly what he did. Yeah. He made the crucial catch in order to win the, to basically put the Chiefs in the red zone to win the game. I mean, he is special. In the AFC Championship game, he caught the dagger. Mahomes threw a bomb to him and won the AFC Championship game. I mean, that just shows you how special a player he is. Exactly. <clears throat> I mean, exactly. You know, there was a few. Hey, you know what? Let's mention it, dude. It might as well, we might as well mention it and you know, just let the let the cat out of the bag, okay? Hey, Patriots fans, it must really suck to be on the other side of the call, not the ball, but the call. I love because it. Because <laughs> for 20 straight years, you guys got every call, every bull crap call from a ref that was... Preach it, JP. Preach it. Blatant bull shit and you guys got it handed to you and mm-hmm. the one time the one time Mahomes got away with something well if that wouldn't have happened kiss my white ass because 
I'm telling you right now, you guys have had it lucky all this time. They finally just are put in their place. They are a regular team. Belichick, I'm not going to take anything away from him. It was extremely hard. He yeah, did. Good game plan. Damn good game plan <clears throat> defensively against the greatest quarterback in the NFL. And that is something that I will give him credit for. Mm-hmm. But they got a couple of great little calls on their own during that oh, they, game. They did. I mean, they loved that. First interception that Tyron Matthew had, they said he pushed off or did something stupid. But then yeah. next you go, the couple possession later, he came back with a pick six off exactly. of Juno Edelman, which made it so much more awesome because Juno Edelman's been annoying to Chiefs uh, fans, and it was good to see him get put in his place. Oh, it really? Look at that Sharp Eric said and a, smile, bro. Oh. As Shannon oh. Sharp said on Undisputed Monday morning, he's no, sorry, Tuesday morning, Julian is trying to flinch. So, I mean, I don't know, man. When he yeah. dropped that pass, it would look pretty ugly. Well, he dropped a few. I mean, there was a few passes. He had a bad game. He had a bad game. I mean, he, you know, people want to talk about Sammy Watkins. I mean, seriously, did you not see Edelman during that game? Because he looked like he didn't even know what planet he was on. So, (laughs) uh, and then he had that smirk on his face the whole damn time, which really is that smirk he's got really hurt irritates me. I don't know why it does. Well, I know some people were saying that the Patriots, they had a long day. Roughly so, they did. They had to get up early in the morning, travel twine zone back and come to Kansas City, and they got their butts handed to them. I mean, <laughs> I don't really know what to say. But it was a I say it was a great game, a great defensive battle to see how great Spags was. And we finally got to see Willie Gay start over Ben Neiman. Yeah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> it was nice to see. I mean, finally. Ben Neiman, he's not bad, but it's just times where it's always a missed tackle here, a missed tackle there, first down, yeah. it gets annoying, but it's happened to all our linebackers, so not it's not just him. So Well, and the hard part quick. for me with Ben Neiman is, is that my sister-in-law went to school with his wife, and they know each other very well, so I'm a little biased for him, and I see him at times he looks like a star, and then other times he looks like he's lost out there. But hell, Dirty Dan looks the same way sometimes, but he had some amazing plays in that game. I mean which he's had in the past. You know, Dirty Dan finally got away from that Sutton-style defense, and they're using him where he belongs, and he does a good job at what he does. Well, you Uh, know how I knew Bob Sutton kind of lost it? When he was having Dirty Dan, Daniel Sorensen, play Eric Berry's position, try to do everything he could do. No, he is more of a hybrid safety linebacker. It's not going to work like that, and that just... One reason why we're glad he has Spacks. He knows how to use Dirty Dan. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, it, 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 it's a testament to our defense. We'll be at four sacks. Um, right, four sacks. I can't remember how many pressures we had on on the, both their quarterbacks. But we played lights out. And what was it, four? Did we have two or three interceptions? We in had game? three. We had one from Hoyer and then two from uh, Stidham. The Chiefs play, made Hoyer play so bad that they had to put in Stidham. I mean, that was awesome, too. <laughs> yeah, bench. it was great. I, I mean, mean Stidham's not great. no bad player, though. He's pretty good. Um, I, I have, can't wait till the Chiefs play him again because he's a pretty good player. Oh, yeah, he's he's good. I mean, I don't know where the, you know, the Pats will end up at the end of the season. Um, you know, it's sad that certain things have happened over the course of the last few days, but you know, as far as that game is concerned, our defense stepped up. And that's the one thing that I want to say that really kind of solidifies what a championship team is. When you have a portion of your team that is not playing so well 
and the other portion steps up and helps you win that game. Mm -hmm. That's what makes a championship team. There you go. And if people don't understand that, I don't know what to tell you. But it takes everyone as a collective team to win in this league. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have. We have a defense that will step up and play the game. And we were missing Chris Jones. And two-year defense alignment, who's very crucial. Exactly. I mean, when she plays and everyone else is healthy on that line, Frank Clark, Chris Jones, Taco Charlton, bro, I mean, I mean offensive lines are going to have a difficult time trying to guard us because you can't double team one. You have to figure out who you're going to let through. Seriously, it's that yeah. difficult. Yeah. And, you know, it was kind of comical because I don't know how many times during that game Myself or you were posting Fenton. Fenton. Fenton, man. He, you know, Fenton, I mean, man. He was woo. like the unsunk MVP. Yeah, he was. Six round pick out of South Carolina. I'm going to repeat that. Six round pick out of South Carolina. Bart Beach did his research. Yeah. He is extremely talented. And if the Chiefs can control what they have, and when Legerity comes back and then Bashad Brunin. Ooh, man, this is going to be a deadly secondary to have when you play against us in the playoffs. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, without fail. I mean, and oh, by the way, we do have him coming back this week. Who? Um, Rashad Breeland. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's coming back this week if we play. And uh, that's just going to make it that much better for our D, you know, in, in the long run. And I believe Chris Jones will be back this week. Um okay. So, That'd from what nice. I'm understanding, he's going to come back and play this week. So, um, for the most part, everybody was, everybody practiced. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's to me, it's um, the same as it was last week and the week before. We are going to take it to the house. And we have one more game that I think might be a little tough. But we'll win it is the Bills, in my opinion. I don't okay. know of any other team out there that we're playing that's going to be able to touch us. So you're out looking the, Ra- uh, the Raiders? You're thinking the Chiefs are going to walk through the Raiders and go right to the B- Buffalo Bills? Yeah, I think so. Um, I, mean, I said take it one game at a time. You never know, man. I mean, division games are always the most hardest. Oh, they are. Even. There's no doubt. I mean, the Raiders are hurting right now, though. They've oh, lost yeah. a lot of key players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and Carr looks like the car of last year so seriously um, I mean, he, he is struggling place. He, he is, is struggling he is. He is. i mean whenever you see that the patriots defense put a hurting on him it's not looking good man that's all no. i have to say but uh no. just going back to the game though man what was your favorite moment or favorite play i i, I gotta be honest with you it was on the defensive side mm-hmm. um and i think it was i think well there was two one it was Dirty Dan coming out of nowhere mm-hmm. and just laying. Um, what's her that that running back they have? That's Burkhead so, or Damian Burkhead. Harris? Okay, Burkhead. it was Burkhead. He laid Burkhead out, and then I think the pick from Tyron Matthew, mm-hmm. and I, I, and then the other pick from. Uh, I mean, there were so many different off- defensive plays that were so great. Oh yeah. Um, you know, you can always talk about the offense and. And different things that they do and plays that they make. And, you know, it is what it is. But mm-hmm. this week, I think our defense had a, many great plays. But mm-hmm. I think that pick six from Matthew and Dirty Dan just <laughs> coming out of nowhere and laying out 
uh, what's his face there just was great. Mm-hmm. And the and the pick on Edelman, this the look on his face, <laughs> which doesn't seem to change a whole lot. He still has that smirk, but he knows he's sl- and he hasn't looked the same this year at all. Uh, well, you know, uh, Belichick is probably yelling at him right now. <laughs> oh yeah. Him. Oh, I mean, you he know, just he let does. a ball go right through his hands. Oh yeah, without fail and. Uh, you know, it is what it is. They 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 made a decision because of other reasons to let Brady move on, which was a smart decision on their part in many different ways. Um, it wasn't just because of age. It wasn't just because of anything else. It was there was many collective reasons why Brady took a step, and it was very smart for them to do that. Um, I just think it was a it was a hard fought win against a damn good defense mm-hmm. and they and a great coach a great defensive minded coach and I, I they took it to him you know 16 point win mm-hmm. so and oh Mike by the way Mike and you podcast I know you're listening I love you buddy me and you've been friends for a long time but six points and 16 points are two different things. And I know you mentioned to me on Twitter, uh, it was a 16-point win, but it was really a six-point win, and he's talking about that Mahomes deal, you know. I don't know why and he's talking. I mean, the it, Chuck the the Chuck rule got him gone to all the Super Bowls, won the championships. I mean, seriously, dude, he has no room to talk. <laughs> you oh can't, no, you can't, you can't, ex- you can't have the love of those calls and then get mad at them. I mean, seriously, exactly. Your exactly. dynasty was built off of those bad calls. Well, he's and so when the Chiefs get a break, no, no, man, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> he can't slide. No, he's so funny though, bro, because it, him and I, we have been friends a long time, and Thiz and I have been friends a long time, and it's so funny because I was waiting for him, waiting, and I got this tweet, and all it said was luck. And I thought, what the hell is he luck. talking about? Yeah. Luck you mean, so then luck. I said, what, Andrew Luck? What do you guys, did you guys go and pick up Andrew Luck or something? And um, I said, what does that mean? And he goes, luck, you know. And he puts up uh, Charles Barkley boxing, you know. And I said, oh, you mean the game. I said, man, after all the years that you guys got away with what you got away with, mm-hmm. I said, I remember the mic of two years ago that said, a win's a win, no matter what. Yeah, and now, all of a sudden, you know, it's it's luck. Ain't no luck. We're good. Yeah, exactly. And you're a dual, and you're a dual fan, Mike. So be happy for one of the two teams that you like. I mean, come on, bro. But uh, anyway, he's a good dude, man. And if you guys don't listen to it, you need to listen to the Mike and You podcast. Those guys are great. Um, they cover all of the NFL. And they're just both awesome people, and I want—I would love to have both, either, either or both on the show because they're yeah, really good you. dudes. Yeah, yeah they're really good you. dudes. And um, but anyway, uh, I just had to throw that out there. Oh, you're good, Bucker, man. Bucker, you know, the extra points. Looking shaky. To, three weeks, three missed extra points. Yeah, and it's weird because he did that last year too. He had a few missed extra points. I think it was two, and it just—I don't know what it is about extra points in him, but. He can kick a 58-yarder three times in a row, but he has a hard time with, you know, an extra point. And I, I don't know what that is. It's just, you know, it, I know last week he was sore, and I could tell by the way he was kicking he was sore. Mm-hmm. But this week, yeah, he just, you know, he was just a little off. But, hey, it is what it is. Uh, you can't change it, and he's just going to get better. And, and I, how about 
Tommy. That Tommy kid, Towson. My God, that kid. 60 yards a punt. 60 yards average. That is amazing, man. I mean, the kid's got a booming leg. And he's accurate. I mean, he's accurate with that boom. Hey, and, you know, going back to Bucker real quick, you know what I noticed? When he's – when it's kickoff, mm-hmm. I watched him three t- – two, two or three times on the kickoff put it through the uprights. You sure about that? Dude, I watched it happen. And when Ooh, I, I went back and I him. looked at it again, I went, did that dude really just put it through the uprights? And he did. And I thought – Okay, you missed an extra point, but you just drop one through the uprights <laughs> on a kickoff. Hey, that's you know? why it was his goal, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, he's like, I'm going to get this back. He's got a booming leg, too, though, man. That kid, you know, he's he's kicked 70 yarders in simulated practices, so mm-hmm. um, nobody needs to take anything away from him either because he's, he's a beast. Uh, I think he's still second top two in the league, you know, in my opinion. And... Uh, so we're just we're in, we're in a good place, man. We're in a good place. What do you oh, think? I agree. Yeah, man. I, I agree with you. Everything you said. I think we are definitely in a good place. Just looking at the team. I mean, Taco Charlton, dude. Wow. My goodness. A former a former first round pick, cut by the Dallas Cowboys last year. Signed with the Miami Dolphins for this year. The Chiefs picked him up. I think he actually played with Frank Clark in college at Michigan. And this guy is a beast. Brad Beach has taken former first. Oh, sorry, former first round talents. And signing them and they're balling out. Yeah. I mean, seriously, man. If we can, I know we have them on a one-year deal, but if we can get them for a multi-year deal coming up, a good, a good price, dude. Our pass rush is going to be lethal. I mean, this oh, guy yeah. did like a jump spin move <laughs> to get past. I think Isaiah Win of the uh, Patriots. I think right tackle. I think, and he spun around him, got to Brian Horner and swatted that ball and got a fumble, turned yep. the game around completely, and then yeah. just going back to that. I mean, going actually. Behind that, too, the halftime, Christian, sorry, Frank Clark ended the half with a sack against the Patriots. He did that last year, and he did that this time. Yeah, he that has a sh- problem with the Patriots. He does not he, like them. I don't blame him. Probably yeah. because of Brady. I mean, I'm glad when they played him last year, they hurt Brady. They made sure to try to hurt him when they sacked Because, I mean, just the way, I said, just the way it is whenever you're dealing with Tom Brady and they're winning all the time. And you know they're doing shady stuff. And when you yeah. can finally beat him, it just makes it so much more memorable. <laughs> I mean, and oh, yeah. Frank Clark, he um, – and I wouldn't be – was he on that uh, Seahawks team that went to the Super Bowl and lost? I think he Brady? was, yeah. Well, then yeah. that could be a good reason why. I mean, hey, man, we need him, and he's doing terrific. He is. And, he really is. With everything he's dealt with, you know, over the last two years, he's mm-hmm. doing phenomenal. You know, he's playing phenomenal ball. Um, going to Brady real quick. One thing that I have noticed, and I don't know if anybody else has, but the Gronk has played like crap. He hasn't played great great at all. No. And the tight end that was Brady's go-to guy there while Gronk was not playing well and still isn't is now out. Yeah. Achilles injury. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, Brady had a comeback win. I mean, of course. But, um... I don't know if he's going to get that lucky. I mean, he's had a fairly decent schedule so far. Did you Have you noticed that both divisions... I mean, look at the division he's in right now. Look at the teams in that division. I mean, they're not bad. 
They're not um, great though either. They're not I great mean, besides the Saints, which they put a whooping on them, which I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints beat them again. Yeah. So I mean that's kind of honestly really the only team that I can only think of team. right now. Yeah. The only I mean we're talking team. about the NFC South, so you have the so you have the Falcons, you have the Saints, and then you have who are the other two? I don't even know why my brain's breaking. Yeah, the Falcons, the Saints, um, Cowboys, and the NFC. Um, we got oh, God, we got the Buccaneers. The right we got the Buccaneers, the Saints, the Panthers, and the Falcons. No okay, one so really good team you have is the Saints. The Panthers yeah. are on a down here. The Falcons are on a down here. The Buccaneers is kind of like, eh. I mean, yeah. Brady has thrown two. I think two pick sixes already this year. Yeah. In the games yeah. he's won. Okay, yeah, he's beating up on the. He beat up on the Panthers. The Falcons. Okay, well, I'm sure the Panthers. That game's going. And then the Saints. He got beat. I mean, it's just gonna be. It's gonna be interesting to see how he comes into fruition. Well, you know, it's, competition. It, it really is, and you know, you look at his games. He's, I think he had one. Has he had a game over three hundred yards yet? I think he's had at least a couple. I would not uh, be well, surprised. I know he's had like a two forty nine, and a two seventy nine, and I don't remember. I don't remember. Maybe it was. Did it was it the Chargers that they played that they put up a ton of yards? I believe they did. Yeah, that now, was look, the game. I think he put up a lot of yards, but, um, you know, he's he's a system quarterback. Okay? Well, I got the stats up here for you, man, real quick. If you want, we just throw them out. Yeah, so, throw them out there. Yeah, so against the Saints, week one, he had two, 239 yards passing, two touchdowns, two interceptions, quarterback rating of 78.4. Against the Ooh. Panthers, he had 217 passing yards, one touchdown, one interception. Oh, sorry. Yeah, one touchdown, one interception, and the quarterback rating of 80.3. Against the Broncos, he had a 297 yards passing, three touchdowns, and 115.8 QBR. And then versus the Chargers, he had 369, five touchdowns, one interception, 117 QBR rating. So, I mean, it's gotten better. Yes, every game has gone up and up and up. But in a way, those defenses are kind of weak. Yeah, except for the only one that I would say, and they did lose a couple of players during that game, the Chargers lost two players to injure three players to injury during that bucks game and that helped his numbers tremendously but he's not a russell wilson he's not he's never been a russell no, wilson he's a pocket opinion. qb russell he's wilson a pocket is quarterback. a pocket quarterback yeah. exactly and you know i think you know when you look at they i think they had him ranked i think they had him ranked 12th or something last mm-hmm. week and which that's the worst he's ever been ranked you know um he's been in the top five for god 20 years and now he's ranked 12th and i i looked at the the rankings and the chiefs of course even after that defensive stance that they had to put up and you know mahomes i think you know and that was another thing that somebody said mahomes had a bad game 269 yards two touchdowns no interceptions you talking about Mahomes' last game? Yeah. That was not a they, bad game. No. <laughs> and what I said to that guy was, I said, let me tell you, if that's a bad game, if that's Mahomes' bad game, which it is, compared to his normal numbers, I'm not going to complain at all. That's because a good bad game. Because most quarterbacks out there average 269 yards a game. Mm-hmm. So this kid had a tougher time against a really strong defense that came in well prepared mm-hmm. and we play conservative for a reason. Everybody knows that Andy does this. 
He hasn't even broken into that playbook yet. I don't like it when he does that. And the I reason know. why I'm saying that is because you're you're it reminds me okay, if we would have had Alex Smith on that team, they would have lost that game. Because oh, you just know sometimes if they can't move the ball, they're gonna lose. But perhaps Mahomes, anything is possible. They can be struggling all game, but then finally find the connection in the middle of the third quarter. Yeah. But the reason why I get irritated though, because I feel like why not just put him out early and then just let younger guys play? Not understand what they're doing. But I know Andrew has so many plays, but as you told me earlier, he's saving them for the right time. So just be yeah. patient and wait. Yeah, that's all it is. He did it last year and everybody was going, my God, what's Andy doing? What's Andy doing? The whole thing is he knows he has a lot more confidence in Mahomes and the wide receiver core that we have and the running back that we have and our line than he had with Alex Smith. Mm-hmm. So... And a lot of that had to do with Alex Smith. It wasn't, not, don't get me wrong, I love that guy. I think he was a great quarterback. I will always have respect for him. But he, he even said it. He's no Mahomes. He well, said he was the best quarterback he's ever seen. Can you say that also maybe Matt Nagy and maybe Doug Peterson? Limiting. You see how what they're doing. I mean, Doug Peterson's won a Super Bowl, but you see what Matt Nagy's doing with Mr. Trubisky. I mean, their office is very stagnant. Well, Trubisky's and if you kind of, And I remember, so. yeah, I mean, I'm not saying, I remember whenever we had Matt Nagy that last year, I mean, Mahomes would be going off or something, and there were some games he didn't do anything. Sorry, so Alex Smith. So it's just kind of like, I wonder, but since it bit the enemy took over, man, I mean, it's been a whole different beast. It really has been. It and has I hope, been. Yeah. So I hope he can stay here for years to come. If an opportunity opens up, I mean, I understand, but hey, I mean, he's a off, off, awesome coach. Oh, he really And I is. know if he gets high coaching opportunities somewhere like he rightfully deserves that he should have had last year, he's going to help make some uh, noise in the league. Well, you know where he might end up if, uh, if uh, well, hopefully. And I don't, I, I would, don't get me wrong, I would hate to see the man leave. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank God, finally, O'Brien is gone. Yes. Thank and, you. Um, and it should have happened a long time ago. But he's done. And you got Romeo Cornell that stepped in as an interim mm-hmm. head coach. The same thing and with the Chiefs. Exactly. So you might see that as a destination point for the enemy. You don't think but, he might try to go to like maybe the Jets? I mean, with Donald? I don't know, man. And I mean, it just depends on what, you know, what ends up happening at the end of the season. The Jets are 0-4 right now. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know how many teams are left right now that are winless, but I think Jets, Miami hasn't won. I think the Lions um, are. I'm not for sure. They're pretty close. Right. At least won one. I mean, I think they won one game. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um, but there's a lot of teams out there that are going to probably need a head coach. Now, granted, we don't know what – I don't know right now the Jets' head coach's position as far as, you know – He needs to be fired. He does. They should never hide him in the first place. I'm just going to be honest They shouldn't right have. Now. They shouldn't have. I mean – how does he still have a job? Dude, he... I don't know. I, I really don't know what they were thinking. I don't either. It's I mean, like they can never figure out what they're going to do. The GM doesn't like the coach. The coach doesn't like the GM. They're supposed to coexist and work together, but it seems like they can't even build... You, they seem to be wasting quarterbacks' talents. Year yeah. after year after year. I mean, I've yeah. seen it happen so many times. I mean, yeah. if it's not the Browns, it's the Jets, if we're being honest. Yeah. And I got to tell you, everybody has been bandwagon on the Browns win. Okay. Hey, I thought it was impressive. But they didn't play anybody. What I mean, it wasn't mean? like they. You see all those? Do you see all those um, stars the Cowboys have? 
that offense dude, is pretty good. Deep. Imagine yeah, what the Indy could do with that offense. Is so bad, bro. True, true. They got the 31st ranked defense in the league. Anybody could win with that. I mean, anybody can throw for 41 yards or 41 uh, points against that defense. That that team gave up on Dak. It's that simple. They gave up on the kid. Do I think he's a great quarterback? No. I think he's a very good quarterback, and I think he could probably thrive in a different system. But they just flat out gave up on him during that game. I mean... Are you sure? Yeah, dude. Watching that game, it was like the defense was terrible. Um, Nobody was doing anything that they should have been doing, it seemed like, even on the offense. And until the end of the game is when they finally started scoring some points because they were kind of allowed some points. You know, I mean, when you're, you know, teams up, you know, they're up, what they were up at one point, 24 points, the Browns, um, it, you know, you're going to let them try to score a little bit. And they did. And I think it ended up being 41. What was it? 41, 27 or something no, like that. Yeah. 41, 30. Yeah. Something like that. It was basically like, Oh, actually no, it was 49 to 34. It was something really close towards the end. Cause the Cowboys scored 24 straight points in yeah. the fourth quarter. Exactly. They only so, show up in the fourth quarter at the end. Yeah, and I don't know, man. To me, I think it was just – I still don't think the Browns are going to be that great of a team. I think they're going to hit a wall. I love the fact that Kareem Hunt is Kareem Hunt, and he's playing like he used to, and now he's got an opportunity. And I'm sorry that Chubb got hurt, but in the same aspect, he's got an opportunity to showcase who he is and who he's been. Granted, it's you know it's kind of sad that it's four years into his career, mm-hmm. and for a running back, that's you know kind of a long time to some degree. Although he did have some downtime, and he's still fresh, so and he hasn't really been injured, so yeah, he's got time left to showcase who he is. Um, I just don't, I, I you know me, man, I don't like Baker Mayfield. Yeah, and I. I, it's not You're so not much, the only one. You're not the only one, man. And it, honestly, man, it's more of, I think it's more of a personality thing with him and the fact that he thinks he's so much better than he actually is. That's what bothers me the most. He was never a humble guy and he was never, he was arrogant from the day he stepped on the field. And until this year, this is the quietest he's actually been. Yeah, because he got humbled last year easily. Yeah, last year finally just put him in his place, I think, to a degree. And maybe they finally said, hey, you need to just shut up and play ball because you're looking like Johnny Manziel. And if that's what you want to be, then go ahead and be that. and You'll be out of the league in a year. Yeah. So, you know, maybe that's what it took. I don't know. Um, I just I, I've never had a, a good feeling about him. But anyway, who knows? I mean. We, Thiz and I talked about, you know, their their schedule is very favorable schedule, and um, it's no different than the the Bucks right now. They got a very favorable schedule, yeah. really. So they're gonna um, drop a game or two along the way. Don't worry. Oh, they there will. People falling left and right on that team. Oh, they are. And I, I got to give it one thing. I will say this: their offensive line has stepped up a little bit right now. They look a little better, and they're giving Brady more than you know. Not till they make sack nation. Exactly. That's going to be a different story, but right Frank now, <laughs> oh, you know, they do look a little better as far as the offensive line is concerned, but they haven't played a, a strong defensive line either. And when they do, it's going to be a problem. You know, um, I think Brady is starting to get 
I'm noticing with him his he's wearing out quicker if you know what I mean um, it seems like to me he's not you know when Brady used to play prior to last year start to finish he was the same Brady you know whether he you know and he does have a trait that is good in one aspect and the fact that he does know how to come back and he doesn't let it get to him a lot of guys if you're down 10 points it's over I mean Lamar Jackson great example if he's down 10 points at halftime he's gonna lose yeah, if they can't run, if he can't run the ball and do and have to rely on his passing, yeah, yeah. I mean, as we told that guy when we were on this podcast, yeah, Lamar will be down by a couple possessions and he won't be able to get them back into. It. It's just that simple. Yeah, and they made a huge deal about that win last week. And who did they play? <laughs> the Washington Football Team. Seriously, Come on, dude. man. Seriously, Seriously, the Washington Football Team. Yeah, the Chiefs I mean, to beat them with their backups. That ain't no lie either. They could pull the practice squad out and smoke their ass. So. uh I, I'm not going to put anything into wow they get, they had a great game because they played uh, what uh, they're in, I think they're the other 0 and 4 team right? They played the whole, whole another 0 and 4 team. Is that what you're saying? Isn't that yeah? Washington's 0 and 4 right? Yeah, they do. I don't know if they play the Jets this next week or not. I'm not for sure. Yeah. So I mean, they played a terrible team, and yeah, they're going to score on them, and yeah, they're going to run on them. I mean, it is what it is. They have some talent they though. They're going to be a good team. Give them a couple more years. Rob Rivera. Yeah, I mean Ron Rivera is a great coach, and 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 um, I pray for that guy every day that he comes out of this strong and mm-hmm. and you know makes him a better person, and I'm sure it will um, in, in many ways. Uh, but I I feel sorry for anybody that is a head coach, an assistant coach, a water boy, a concession stand person that has to work under Daniel Snyder. That is a horrible organization, and I was upset that Alex Smith went there. It wasn't that I was glad he got paid, but that is a terrible organization to go play It's for. not. They're not a good organization. I mean, they have so many busts at quarterback. But just looking at it, what do you think about them benching Dwayne Haskins? He didn't that have was, that much time to do anything. I don't really no, don't understand. I don't either, I really dude. don't. I don't get it. I mean, I, I don't. I don't understand. I guess the whole thing is, I see it like with, I completely understand it with Chicago. Trubinsky's had now going on four years to be able to prove himself, and Mm -hmm. he has fallen flat. It's time to make a change. Okay, it is what it is. But Haskins didn't have a chance to prove himself. He hasn't. He only had 11 starts, and he didn't get any offseason to learn this new system. It's just like they set him up to fail. Yeah, and I really don't like how they did it, in my opinion, because no, he traded I... for Kyle Allen, who he had in the at Carolina. Watch Kyle Allen not do as great as Dwayne Haskins. Exactly. And then Alex Smith's gonna have to play. And hey, yeah. I want to see Alex Smith play, and he's probably gonna do some good things with that team. But it's just like that he's not getting a fair shake. Same with Josh Rosen; he has not gotten a fair shake. He was on the Cardinals for a year, left, got traded to Miami. Got cut from Miami after a year, and then now he's on the Bucks practice squad. That just shows you how quickly a first-round pl- player, especially a quarterback, if they don't succeed well, they are not giving the time. No. Or the team. Order- yeah, or the team. I mean, you can't expect instant success like Mahomes. They let Mahomes. They 
Mahomes was a uh, year on the bench. She got to learn and practice, and that was very beneficial. These other teams like the Cardinals and the Browns and the Redskins, the Jets, I mean, they just throw the guy in there and they expect success, and then after you wonder why they flame out after a year and a half, and then they move on to someone else. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Exactly, and that always goes back to something that I've always said. I've never been huge on first-round draft pick quarterbacks just because of that reason. One, it's not just because they tend to fail. And, you know, when you go backwards 20 years and you look at all the Heisman Trophy-winning quarterbacks that really didn't do much with their careers or ended up stealing pain pills out of somebody's lady's house like Ryan Leaf or Elvis Gerback or any of these other guys, Johnny Manziel, you look at these guys and, okay, they, they turn out to be... But weirdly enough, they always, because of the way it works with the draft, it's always the same teams that are in the bottom you know 31st 32nd so they get Mm -hmm. the first round picks all the time and they always go after these quarterbacks like the browns and the browns have ruined four quarterbacks that i know of and the jets have ruined a couple quarterbacks the cardinals i mean i'm sorry the chargers ruined a couple quarterbacks with ryan leaf was one of them um when you when you come out and i'm kind of glad that they changed the way they did you know back in the day they used to, you know, like Ryan Leaf, I think he got something like, it was insane. His his signing bonus out of college was absolutely absurd. And if I'm not mistaken, I want to say it was like $36 million. And wow, they don't 36 do for a signing yeah, bonus? I, I want to say if that's Beach what it was. If Beach could do that, dude, we would be, our cat would be in a oh, very good yeah. spot. He would, if we could do that, $36 million signing bonus, yeah. that would be nice. And I want to say that's what his signing bonus was. Or it was either a signing bonus or his first year, first con. I don't remember, but he $36 million was out of college. I do remember that part of it. And when you give someone, and a lot of times this, and they've changed a lot of this because of what's happened with players and the money that they pay, you know, these teams have paid out that have ended up falling flat, or they, the players go broke, or they, you know, they come. A lot of times when you hand somebody money that, has never had it and you hand them an enormous amount of money a lottery ticket full of you know bank account they're going to do the wrong thing you've got to be able to let these guys understand the value of this money and work up to that value and they stop doing all those giant first round draft pick you know signing bonuses and signing them after the first year and doing all this other stuff that they did back in the day just for that reason and I still see it in two in, you know it's a twofold situation because you got guys that are that may end up being very good at one point like a Trebinsky could probably do very well at work could have done very well at one point but for some reason he's just not good in the NFL um, he's got a great head coach I'm not gonna uh, say I don't think Matt Nagy's that great of a head coach I think he's I, pretty I good I man. feel like he's I, average well, I feel like it was kind of quick how we got a job one year right after yeah. being off the but Eric Bieniemy can't get one, and Eric Bieniemy uh, has more experience working this high-powered offense. Well, you know, and you also look at it like this too. Okay, Nagy walked into a situation that was really crappy to begin with. Okay, it wasn't a good situation when he walked into it. When look at like Peter uh, Peterson, Doug Peterson, he was with us what 
How long was he with us? About, he was there at the beginning, so I'm guessing what, three five years? years. Three, three no, years, I think it's about three years, three or four years. Yeah, three years. And then he goes and he wins a Super Bowl. And then they have not made the playoffs. Have they? Since? Um, I'm not really for sure. The Bears? No, the Eagles. Oh, sorry. I mean, the Eagles, they've only... Actually, they made the playoffs about every year besides the first year, I think, he was up coach. I think they won, like, something like 8-8 eight and eight that year. Oh, yeah, because their division's kind of crappy, so they can mm-hmm. get in at 8-8 eight eight, uh, yeah. or with a crappy... But, like, Carson Wentz, okay, he's got that huge contract. Ever since he's been injured, he's never been the same, you know? But he's got that money, and they're locked in with that money. So, he had a great season when he was he it was stacked and he had everybody around him but ever since that injury he's never been the same and, and now they're I talking agree. like Nick you know you look at Nick Foles he stepped in for Drabinsky and then they said he does not look like the Super Bowl winning quarterback for the Eagles because apparently he threw a couple of interceptions during that last game but no one wants to give anybody a chance to succeed. If you yeah, set you them up for give, failure, they're going to fail. You have to give them time in order to build something. Exactly. I mean, what if the Chiefs threw Mahomes in there? Now, he probably wanted to see would have had some success. They wouldn't have won a lot of games, but he would have had some success. Yeah. That and I tell you sometimes what. Sometimes a year of waiting benefits a team more. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you rem- I don't know if you remember, but... Larry Johnson and I got into an argument about that. And I've known Larry since he was a rookie. And you know how Larry is. He's up and down. He's all over the place. But he said, after it was during the 18th season, he said, and why did we wait a year to put Mahomes in? And I said, well, you know, I said, sometimes it's good for those guys to sit and learn from their coach, learn from their starter. And he had great mentors. You know, it was just a simple thing to say. And Larry lost his mind over it, saying, you know, I'm, uh, you know, what do you know, blah, blah, blah. He was hammered. And it's, it's Mahomes' proof that, and he even says it, if he would have come out his first season in 17 and started right off the bat, he would have never had the success that he had in 18. And he says that himself. He had a great mentor in Alex Smith. He had a great mentor with Andy Reid. And he needed that time to sit. And I'm glad he did. Because now you've got the best quarterback to play the game in the league right now. And he's ours for 10 years. Right about that. Actually, actually longer. But he's our quarterback. And no matter who we put in our system as a wide receiver in our league or in our system right now on this team, he's going to make them a success because he knows how to do it. He is an immense leader. And that's what everyone has said about that kid. Everybody says the same thing about him. He is wise beyond his years. He's mature, mature behind beyond his years. And he's extremely knowledgeable. And his football IQ is just off the charts. So he just makes people better. He makes the defensive players better. Dude, when you're a quarterback and you can make a defensive player want to play harder that's and play something. better, that's saying something. That's, that is. And that's what he's done. And there's our defensive players have said that 
Tyron Matthew has said it. Frank Clark has said it. Chris Jones has said it. They want to go. Charvarius Ward has said it. When they see him and they know he may be struggling a little bit. In fact, I think it was that San Francisco game when um, his soon-to-be father-in-law got sick and passed out at the stadium in Kansas City. I and think, the defense, yeah. yeah, and the defense uh-huh. stepped up. Was it was it can was it San Francisco no, or Arizona? It was the Cardinals. Yeah, it was Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals. It's actually Cardinals broke game. the record actually Correct. for thirty-two touchdown passes before he got to fifty. Correct. And they all said, "We want to step up and help him. They don't want him to fail. They don't want themselves to fail. They put so much expectations on themselves to be that much better." And then you've got leaders like Chris Jones and Tyron Matthew, and even Frank Clark for that matter, that are getting Fenton and all these other young guys to step up and play lights out. Look at Sneed. Sneed came out of nowhere. As a rookie. As a rookie. And he was actually leading the NFL in interceptions before he got in. Seriously, yeah. So, I mean, what can we... You can't put everything on just Andy because people want to do this for Mahomes. They want to do it. Mahomes wants to do it for Andy. Andy wants to do it for Mahomes. The enemy wants to do it for everybody else and himself. And then you got the players that want to do it for everybody on the team. They are a brotherhood. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what makes us special. That's what I think Clyde Edwards said. Yeah, we're a brotherhood. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just what it is. I mean, no other team in this league, and I don't give a shit who it is, can sit back and say, there's not one player on our team that dislikes another player. And they're all willing to help. That's Nobody can say that. You've seen some locker rooms that have some turmoil. Yeah, and we don't have that turmoil. We don't have arguments in the locker rooms. I have friends in that area. There's never a fight. There's never an argument. Yeah, you're going to get Tyron Matthew that's going to snap and, and go <laughs> off on everybody, but that's his nature, and they want him to do that because he just fires them up. It lights a fire up their ass and says, look, this is what we need to do. This is how we need to play the game. Let's play with some intensity. Let's play with the, the determination that we are the best and we will be and never take. The, and Tyron Matthews said it best. He said when they when they had that defensive stance against uh, last week against the Pats, he said it best. They said what one of the questions to him was, what is it that, you know, are you, how they word it? They said, "When is it? Are, how do you feel about a defensive stance that that way? And what do you think about your defense? And do you think they are a top five defense? Do you think they're just going to?" He says, "If you don't stay humble and continue to grow, you will get complacent." Right about that. And he's dead right. And those guys all they all buy into the system and they buy into each other's philosophy. And that's the best part about our team. No one else in this league can say that, dude. No one. No one. So any Chiefs fan out there that wants to bitch and complain because Patrick Mahomes didn't throw for 7,000 yards in a game and 44 touchdowns and run for five and do all the shit that he did in 18, he doesn't need to. He doesn't Get need over. Yeah. He has a defense and he can spread the ball around. It's yeah. not it's gonna be it's not your typical 2018 season. This is 2020 season. Exactly. Mahomes exactly. is doing stuff he did in 2019 and it's only gonna get better. Exactly. You don't okay, yeah. Do we want him to throw for you know break every record? Hell yes. He wants to break records. 
But why put himself in a position to one? One, he wears himself, wears his arm out. God forbid he hurts himself, or puts himself in a position that he can't do anymore, or throw everything out on the table at one time, and then everybody knows him. Then you're never look. I'm going to tell everybody else in the NFL right now, whoever listens, you will. No matter how many times you think you're going to expose Mahomes, you can't do it. So get over yourself. It will never happen. You can say this guy got exposed, that guy got exposed, Brady got exposed. Mahomes has never been exposed. And just now learning how to read defenses too. So, I mean, <laughs> in for a good treat, my yeah, friends. Yeah, exactly. So get off the soapbox shit of he's been exposed because he's never been exposed. Mm-hmm. Reed does what he wants to do. He has enough confidence in his defense and his offense to run a basic game plan against anyone right now and win. So when everybody gets frustrated, me and you included, when we see Reed do certain things or the game plan looks conservative. Run on second down. Run on second down. Things like that. (laughs) Don't get upset because he knows what he's doing. Mahomes is going to come out and freak everyone out and you guys are going to shit bricks one day when they have to throw out a few plays that they want to throw out towards the end of the season or maybe in the playoffs or whatever, just like they did last year. And everybody goes, oh my God, Mahomes is Mahomes is everything that and more. No one would ever pay somebody that kind of money if they didn't put that kind of faith in him. No one. It's that simple. And the people that have gotten paid, Jimmy Garoppolo, um, What's the kid from the Rams, the the other Jared system Goff. quarterback? Jared Goff, um, Carson Wentz. Those guys, they got paid because it was an up-and-coming trend to pay quarterbacks, and they had a great season, one. But their coaches didn't see what Andy sees and what Eric Bieniemy sees in Mahomes. But the funny thing is that all those coaches that passed up on Mahomes are all saying... That one quarterback in the eight in the seventeen draft, who would you have taken, Mahomes? Easily. Who would you Who would you rather have taken? You know, Mahomes. Everybody, John Gruden. Everybody has said that. So, get over it. Yeah, You're man. not going to ever expose this kid. It is what it is. He grows daily, M- minute by minute. That kid gets better and better. Now. Let's move on. I'm off my soapbox. Oh, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, for, man, for the next topic, um, this is the Chiefs, as we know, they are 4 and 0. Oh. Yeah, They're playing a noon game, finally, a noon game. Hey, new record, by the way. History making 4 and 0 season. By four, four seasons in a row. No, five, five seasons in a row, actually. Five seasons, really. Mm-hmm. But no team has ever went four years in a row going 4 and 0. Oh. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs did. Just so you guys know that. Not the Patriots. Not the Patriots, never. Not the Colts, never. Definitely not the Raiders, who were playing actually this Sunday. <laughs> exactly, maybe. Um, God. So what do you think about this game coming up? Do you think the Chiefs are going to win? Oh, I think if we play, we're definitely going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, look, we talked about this before this the Patriots game, and I was not, on the bandwagon everybody else was about playing that game. The reason I wasn't 
was because if there's a three to seven day incubation period for COVID, we didn't have that time frame to find out if anybody else on the Patriots team had COVID. True. We had a we had a practice squad guy that had it. Just weirdly enough, he was playing the part of Cam Newton in practice, which normally doesn't really happen. But he's a great quarterback, so they figured they and he's a mobile quarterback, so they figured they let him play that role, the Cam Newton role. Um, he didn't infect anyone else, and now the Patriots, after the Monday night game, the guy is giving Mahomes a hug, and Mahomes even admitted it. It was a slip. He shouldn't have shook his hand. He shouldn't have done that. He said it was just, you know, one of those things. It's a camaraderie thing. And he said that was my mistake, too. But um, and his name just slipped my mind right now. Uh, Stephon Gilmore. Yeah, Stephon Gilmore has COVID. And we were exposed to him. And now Mahomes is sleeping in a separate bedroom because his wife is pregnant or his fiance is pregnant. And, you know... We're in the same... Now, we got a Raiders player that just tested positive for COVID. So, we're almost in the same position. So, you go from basically Tuesday morning, right, of Stefan Gilmore having it and hugging all over Mahomes and whoever else he touched during that, that game. And we don't know who else may end up with this later on down the line. Yeah, seriously, it puts us in a big predicament... It's basically test to test. You don't know exactly. if it's going to spread. So it's exactly. just kind of like it's a waiting game. But, I mean, these are players I said in the day. You don't want anyone to get sick, especially Patrick Holmes. But even the practice squad, I would not want them to be sick at all. No, And it just kind of shows that NFL's due diligence is very, very lacking. They should have yeah. just did a um, as a bubble. And I know I've been saying this in the podcast in summer. And how much it was sucking, an NFL bubble would be perfect. Well, now they would have to figure out what they're going to do. But... It would make it easier for them. I mean, seriously, trying to trace everything. Well, every team, and it wouldn't have been that difficult, really. I mean, it really honestly wouldn't have. Every team could have had a hotel, just like the NBA did. You know, the NBA did it a different way. But every team could have had a hotel in their hometown that they could have stayed at. Now, the NFL is a shorter season than the NBA, right? Am I correct on that? Yeah, you're right, yeah. So 17 versus 82 games. Yes. So you got to think about it like this. I know it was extremely difficult for the NBA players to be away from their families for that amount of time. But they did it. So why not do the same thing with the NFL? Let them all have hotel rooms in their prospective towns. And then when they go and play, they go play, they go back to that hotel for 16 games, you got a select few teams that are going to go to the playoffs. The rest of them are going to go home and sit on the couch. So for basically three months, they have to really be away from their families. And the NBA, you know, kind of loosened up a little bit towards the end and let their families come and visit and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. But they didn't have any, if I'm not mistaken, not one case of COVID during that bubble time. They didn't. um, Yeah, they didn't. So that would have been a very smart move on Goodell's part, but he didn't do that. I've never thought he was this, you know, the brightest bulb in the bunch, but he's done a great job of, of ratings and bringing the NFL as the top sport in the world, really, other than 
you know, world soccer, I guess, if you want to consider that. But um, to me, that would have been a smarter move, just like you said. So and do you I think, think they're going right. to play? So do you think they're going to play the game then? The you know, I got to be Raiders? honest with you, man. I hope they do. Be, to be honest, I, I think well, they can. I think they can too. But here's the problem: you got okay. So starting, you might as well figure starting Monday night. All right, so really you got a 24-hour period to Tuesday night, 24-hour period to Wednesday night. That's two days. You got Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So that's six days, am I right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. So if nobody for the Raiders, other than the one that already tested positive, tests positive again, and nobody for the Chiefs tests positive, mm-hmm. then yeah, they can play the game. So you said by got, Friday, Saturday, Friday is when we by have Saturday, third. really, yeah, I think yeah, would really. be the best would be Saturday. I mean, but here's the thing. If what they should have done is they should have postponed that Patriots game. I agree. Because there's another game, a Texas game that got postponed, what, like six weeks or something down the line? Yeah, I think they moved. Yeah, the Tennessee Times, they moved that towards the oh, end the of the Titans season. Game. Yeah, the Titans yeah. game. So, I think that game should have been postponed. I'm, I personally believe that. It would have been better for everybody around, you know, all around. Now you got a Raiders player that is doing, you know, that ended up tested positive. Do they know who it is? I can't think of his name right now. Is um, he, but he's oh, a starter. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, he's on the 53-man roster, so okay. um, I can't think of his name right now, but he did test positive. And he's been around the other players he's been around the head coach he's been and Gruden I mean Jesus this guy cannot stop with this mass thing why is it so difficult for him they showed him last week in that shellacking and he's got a strip of the mask that he's supposed to be wearing covering his upper lip his nose is exposed his bottom lips exposed he's spitting he's yelling he's pissed off like he always is whether they're winning or losing he's in a bad mood he's got a stupid look on his face and he, again, did the exact opposite of what he should have been doing by covering his face for the entire game. Andy Reid, to me, Bill Belichick went overboard. He, I think he was wearing three masks yeah. during the game. But what Andy Reid has done, and I will be on that soapbox for the rest of my life when it comes to this man, that mask he wears and the way he designed it for his headset is the best mask out there because he's figured out the fog thing. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I mean, he looked like he needed a windshield wiper during that first game that he was wearing it, but um, he is doing the right thing. And, you know, everybody in our team has really held themselves accountable except for one player. Mm-hmm. And if these guys can't, you know, it's almost like when you hear somebody say, why can't you just keep it in your pants? It's no different than why can't you just keep your damn mask on? Because you're in a position that no matter who you are, whether you work at a store or a gym or you're in the NFL, you have an opportunity or a chance to pass that on to someone else if you have it, not knowing that you have it. So do the right thing. And if you can't, then you either get fined or you forfeit the season. <clears throat> well, the thing is, you saw the memo Dell put out. Draft picks are going to be taken away. And I know over time, 
um, Goodell's going to have to bring down the hammer on certain teams and certain players that just don't want to listen. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, honestly, it's just yeah. kind of like we're dealing with now. People, we're just kind of waiting on everyone else to do the right thing until we get figure this out. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. But I mean, if the I Chiefs, think... go, go ahead. ahead. No, I'll say, but yeah, if the Chiefs were going to play, what would you think their score would be against the Raiders? Like predictions. I think it's going to be because the Raiders have lost some players and the way Carr has been playing and the way our defense has stepped up. And I think Mahomes is going to vindicate his average game of 269 yards and two touchdowns. Um, I I think we're going to put a, a hurting on him. And... You said that last week, though, for the Patriots. I did. I'm joking with you, man. (laughs) Yeah, I did say that. I I honestly thought we were going to really... I thought it was going to be a little different than what it ended up being. Um, But I think it's probably going to be a 20-point game. That's just my opinion. I think it's it's possible. I mean, Derek Carr is not really the best quarterback out there. I mean, they're an average team. I mean... And they're missing a lot of players, man. Yeah, they are. I mean, so, they've I mean, I could, they've lost a su- lot of players. I would not be surprised if the Chiefs defense has another performance like they had the other night. Yeah. So I mean, Mahomes I, I, and me not good. No, I just think you're right. I mean, 100%, I agree with you. I think it's just going to be Mahomes is going to come out and step up. I don't think they're going to allow – I see Derek Carr throwing three picks in wow. this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I see it happening. I see him fumbling. I do. Somebody, Frank Clark, if Chris Jones is playing – Somebody's going to come through that line and put him on his back and take the ball from him. It just is what it is. Hell, it might be Dirty Dan. You don't know where it's going to come from. But I got a weird feeling that Derek Carr is going to be... Um, this might be the game that gets him benched from Mariota. You really think that's possible? I do. Hey, I man. Do. Well, I do. I would feel um, bad for him, but I mean, you're going to get the cheese defense. As Frank Clark says, Sack Nation, he smelled blood in the water. <laughs> he coming yeah. after you. Yeah, man. I mean... Derek Carr, I, I don't even know how to explain the. I, I don't know how to describe him. I guess I should say. I don't think he's, he's a bad player. I just feel like he could be better. He's average in a way. Seven years. This yeah. is his seventh season. I, right? I know, but it's there's been a lot of dysfunction that seven years though. There has I mean, been. He hasn't had out. like the best supporting cast. I mean. They've been basically. This is like the third year rebuilding. Well, hell, dude, he had one of the best wide receivers in the yeah, league, and John Green let him go. And yeah, trade him so, away for a first round pick, which was smart. But I mean, yeah. it just kind of shows. It's like he's had his moments, and I think he can find a way to to. He's going to find a way to be successful, but I don't know if it's going to be with the Raiders. Honestly, man, he could after this year. He could, could go somewhere it. else. I mean, yeah, yeah. Gruden's not playing around. Where would you think he would go, though? I guess my question would be, Uh if you look at the teams in the league right now, I can only think of a couple, but where would you think Derek Carr could go right now and be Uh successful? Well, I could see him going somewhere as a backup. So one place that comes to mind may be the Bengals, just as a backup role to help, help help with that. Another team, um, maybe the Steelers, because Big Ben, this has come up pretty soon as last year. I don't really know if the guys they have behind them are really—they didn't really prove themselves last year. And no, then, I mean, 
that's honestly all I can think of. I mean, maybe the Lions, if and only if they move on for Stafford, which I really don't see happening. So, I mean, there are some options, but it's going to be kind of like a hit or miss thing. What do you think about the Giants? I, Daniel, the thing with Jalen Jones, I think he's a good quarterback. I think he was drafted way too high, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I feel like he is doing really – he's not doing well. He's doing okay for what they have. Yeah. I think it's going to be another year or two before they kind of figure it out. And yeah. and they're wasting Saquon's prime. I, I, I feel horrible for that kid, and I've said this for two years. That poor kid, in my opinion – is right now I think he's the best running back in the NFL or was until he got injured and I think if he was on man if he played for us oh my god I I think he is a phenomenal running back and he's his talents being wasted his time is being wasted they're beating the shit out of him and it's proven now he's injured and he's out for the season so I, I feel horrible for him because he came out and should have been an absolute star in this league on a great team. And he's been stuck yeah. there for what now? The, I think this is his, is this his third season or fourth? Oh, no, I think it's, I think this is his, no, this is his third. Third because season. Because he's uh, yeah. got the same draft as Lamar and Baker. So yeah, this is his third. So. Third season. So, He's got one more year on his rookie and then a fifth-year option if they decide to pick that up. Which they I, might. Which they might. I don't know if he would... Honestly, he seems like an extremely humble kid, and he seems very well-grounded. I don't know if he's to the point of being so loyal that he wants to waste his career with a team that is not going to go anywhere. Um, and I can honestly see him saying, hey, you know what? I got to go. I mean, I want to, I want to be something, you know. I want to get somewhere, and mm-hmm. I feel terrible for him. I mean, he's he's had a rough run at this, man. I mean, with that team, yeah. So, I don't know. Um, but yeah, man. But I agree with what you're saying about everything. But uh, when you were talking about, um, when you were talking about the game this cup coming Sunday against the Raiders, I do agree with you. They're going to win by, it's possible by twenty. It's, yeah. it's very possible. Yeah. Now it would depend even if they played a game. I mean, just looking at everything that's going on, it's just kind of like, well, it's a day by day basis with knowing that there's going to be a case coming up. You're just trying to figure out who, when, and where. Yeah, yeah, that's really going to be. I mean, I, oh, did you get? Did you? I had some questions. Did you have any oh, yeah. questions? No, well, I didn't have any. But yeah, go and do the questions from the fans. One of the guys asked me when. Let me see. How did he word it? Um, Oh, wow. I'll I'll tell you something after the thing. Okay. Um, After the show here. Okay. Um, One of the questions was, when is Mahomes going to have a game like he had in 18? That was one of the questions that I got. You know, like a five-touchdown, just-destroy-it type of game. This is going to be towards the end of the season. And I wouldn't be surprised if it happens against the, against the Buccaneers, or very well possibly in the playoffs. The reason why yeah. I'm saying that because this that game is going to be a pass to the torch, and Mahomes is going to stick to Brady. 
and he's going to have that five touchdown game, 400 yards passing, throwing dots over the field. I mean, just going to show you, time's moved on from Brady. Um, and yeah. even it possibly happened in the playoffs, I think it's very possible because we have one of the best offenses in the league. Even if the Chiefs go, uh, go down 24 nothing, there was a guaranteed possibility that Mahomes can lead them back and throw five touchdowns. So I think it's very possible going to happen towards the end of the season or it's going to happen moving towards into the playoffs. Because yeah. as we know right now, Andy's not showing everything. Exactly. And one of the other questions was, it was similar to the, on the same line. He asked me, he said, when do you think Mahomes is going to break the single game touchdown record? And one of the few records that he hasn't broken. Um, How many touchdowns is that? I want to say... Eight? It has to be eight. eight. I think it's eight. And honestly, let's start going. What do you think? I mean, I, you know... I honestly don't see it happening because Andy Reid's going to take the pedal off the metal. The only way yeah. that's going to happen if it's an absolute shootout. If we have another Monday Night Thriller and the defense is able to get stops, but they can't do everything. Yeah. I honestly yeah. really don't see that happen. Now, I'll see he might get a seven, like uh, Brady and Manny was able to do, but he may not even hit that. The most he's had is a six. He yeah. did that twice in his excuse me, second year starting in the league. Yeah. So, I mean, it's very possible. Yeah. I mean, I think he's going to... And I, I think he will end up having an eight touchdown game at you some really think point. That's during possible? I think it's possible. I don't see Andy going with it. I think, I'm just being honest with you. Well, and he and it, and it may be a situation that, you know, Andy says, you know what, dude, you've broken. I mean, so far, I don't know of many records he hasn't broken other than, you know, complete touchdown records, you know, like career touchdown records. Uh, he's broken a few guys already, but he hasn't broken, you know, the major quarterbacks in the league. Um, total passing yards, he's, you know, of course, 10,000 yards faster than anybody. And he's going to get 12, he's going to hit 11,000 yards faster than Kurt Warner, which, you know, I love Kurt Warner. We talk all the time, but um, I think that he's going to break it. And I, I, I do believe that Andy's going to say, you know what, you've broken all these records. Go out there and just rip it up and just play your game. And they're going to end up playing somebody that's got a, you know, a defense that may not be able to handle what Mahomes can do when Andy lets him go. And that's mm-hmm. what it is. That's what it really breaks down to be is Andy kind of puts, you know, he, he puts a game plan in place. Eric Bieniemy runs that game plan and they work, you know, the two minds work together to put that game plan together. And I think one day, and a lot of people don't realize this, but if we're struggling in a game like we did in the last three games, mm-hmm. you know, last year, including the Super Bowl, and we're down by 10, down by 20, whatever the case may be, they tell Mahomes, go out there and do what you do. Just go out there and play your game. And that's what he does. Not and if they, if they give him that opportunity to go out there and play his game, he can throw eight to nine touchdowns in a game. I do firmly believe. Dude, that's some bad numbers when you play in on rookie mode. Yeah, and I, 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 I would say that. And you know, people always say I'm a homer, blah blah blah. Look, if he played for any other team in this league, I would say the exact same thing, because I give props to a lot of players out there. There's no quarterback that I'm going to give more props to than Mahomes right now, because there's nobody better than him. I think 
in my opinion, Aaron Rodgers right there. I think Russell Wilson is damn close. You know, um, they're both phenomenal elite quarterbacks in this league, but there's really only three in this league that are, I will say, that are elite top tier quarterbacks. And that's Mahomes number one, Aaron Rodgers number two, and Russell Wilson number three. Mm-hmm. That's just how I see it. And those guys are all three amazing quarterbacks. They are. They are. You know, and Russell Wilson, I'll give him props. He does a lot with a lot less than what we have right now, mm-hmm. as far as the Chiefs is concerned. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, he had his off seasons when he didn't. That's the and I and I, I think I might recant something. That's where I think maybe Russell Wilson is a little bit better than Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers gets disgruntled, and when he doesn't have a supporting cast, he is not able to win as effectively as Russell Wilson did. I mean, Russell Wilson is the only quarterback that I think's ever had a thousand yard rushing in a season. Wow. You know, um, and then threw for a certain amount of touchdowns at the same time. But, you know, I remember a couple of years, was it three years back? He didn't have a wide receiver on the field, mm-hmm. you know, and he didn't have a running back that can run the ball. And they played, Russell still did a phenomenal job. Um, He's very determined, and he's got an extremely high football IQ. So, am I going to say that Mahomes, there's anybody better than him right now? No, I'm not. Because he will come out and do things that no one else can do. And he's broken so many records that other elite quarterbacks in this league have never even gotten close to. Tom Brady. Tom Brady hasn't broken any of the records that... Mahomes didn't break any... I'll just put it this way. Mahomes didn't break any of Tom Brady's records because Tom Brady's, I mean, Tom Brady never got to those records. He broke other people's records that were, he broke a couple of Peyton Manning records. Mm -hmm. He broke, you know, other people's records, but he never broke a really a Tom Brady record because Brady never got to those records. Do you know what I'm saying? No, yeah, I agree with you. He wasn't even close to those. So to say that there's, there's three in my opinion, three top tier elite quarterbacks in this league and the three I just mentioned and weirdly enough two of them just have both of them are well over 10 years older than Mahomes well uh, Rodgers is I think uh, how old is uh, Russell Wilson now 32 uh, I think so I yeah believe. so he's, I think, yeah he's in his 30s for sure yeah so he's seven eight years older than Mahomes so we have Right now, I I don't even know how to put into words how lucky we are to have what we have, not just in Mahomes, but in everybody else. Tyreek Hill, somebody said he was slipping, and I wanted to throw that out there really quick. Somebody said it looked like Tyreek Hill was slipping. He wasn't as fast as he normally is. Tyreek Hill was injured a little bit. He had a heel injury. He had a quad injury. He was still out there playing, still caught in a phenomenal 50, what, 58-yard pass for a touchdown. Um, the week this before game. last, no, the week no, before last, he didn't catch a fifty-eight. It? it was like a thirty. It was like a thirty-five, I think. The one he caught over, um, over, for, uh, Marcus Peters. That wasn't that. That wasn't the. That wasn't a fifty. 
Harmon's, so Harmon's one was close to Harmon's one. Yeah, that Harmon one. That, but Mahomes, that, that one. Was, Harvard Kills was like 35 or something like that. I'm not for sure it's exact. Yeah, exactly. But he was hurt in that game. And he still was playing lights out. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, him injured is still better than half, if not more, than the other wide receivers in the league. Yeah. So he's not slipping. He was hurt. You know, four touchdowns in four four games. I mean, that's still pretty good. Well, <laughs> being I mean, honest, gotta, if he scores a touchdown a game in every game, just say one. That's sixteen touchdowns in one season. If he did that, okay, that's a phenomenal feat. How many wide receivers have done that? Has I don't there think ever been there's one? really been many? Yeah, so Probably I don't know Jerry any Rice, wide receivers. But that's kind maybe of Jerry Rice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Randy Moss and he. Randy Moss, I mean, very few have been able to do what Tyreek Hill does, and none of those guys had that speed. And his route running has just gotten so much better. And Travis, man, I mean, dude, he was playing better now than he played when he was younger. I mean, he looks like he's he's lost weight. He's seems like he's faster. He's Man, and he threw a block. By the way, before we wrap this up, the next son of a bitch that tells me that Travis Kelsey can't block, go back and look, look at that game in the Patriots because he threw a smackdown block. He did. he did. I mean, a hard block. So don't tell me Travis Kelsey can't block. He may not need to block all the time because he's so big that he's able to push people out of the way. And his elusiveness, people don't know which way they're going. So he doesn't have to block all the time. But damn, he put a smackdown block mm-hmm. on that dude. So, hey, Travis can block. Don't he get can. Back. Don't take it away from him. There is a... Go, go, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, there's just not much he can't do. So... Yeah, I agree with you. There's a, actually a Chiefs fan that I know who says Kittle is better than Kelsey. And I don't know how he, he comes to this conclusion. But he claims that since he's a better blocker, that's the reason why he's better. And I just let him be. I'm like, you'd be a fair weather fan over there. It makes no sense at all. But. Uh, Well, let me ask you. If you look at the two together, okay. During the Super Bowl last year. Solidified Travis Kelsey's worth and how much better he is than Kittle. I have brought all I have brought that point up exactly and the guy still doesn't understand so I just gotta let it be. Who had more touchdowns in the playoffs? Kittle or Kelsey JP? Kelsey. Thank you. Who had the most impact? Kittle or Kelsey? Kelsey. Thank you. There you go right there. And I he had more yards. Kittle get one touchdown in the playoffs. And you see no. well they were running. I don't care if they were running. That doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Seriously. And I just gotta let that stuff be. It just frustrates me sometimes. But we all is, know okay, they were running the ball. If their game plan was set up to run the ball, which they did, okay, that's mm-hmm. great. But if you got a wide open kittle, you better fucking throw it to him. Excuse my language. But you better throw him the ball because you know he's gonna catch it. Yeah. So throw him the ball. If you don't if you don't have the wherewithal to throw a man the ball that is I'm not taking anything away from Kittle because he's very good. He's probably, I think he's number two in the league in tight ends. But he's not Kelsey. He's not as he's he's just not. I mean, Kelsey's more elusive. He's more elusive. He's got better 
and I the Not only running. thing that Kittle may have is is YAC may be a little bit better. Um, Kelsey does seem to go down a little quicker sometimes. Although, was it last week that he caught that ball and ran for another seventeen yards? Hmm. Yeah, he had week? a big uh, yeah he had a big catch and run. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I mean, he broke a couple tackles and he got seven. It was an additional, I think it was seventeen yards after the catch. So he he may, he's very elusive for a wide for a tight end, and I think he's just all around a better player. And he brings other people up. That's where his traits have really stepped up. Is that he mm-hmm. brings other players around him? I agree. He makes them better as well. So we just have, we've got a brotherhood. We've got a family in this, in this organization and they don't want to leave and rumors can fly. They can say what they want. I've heard that there's a couple players that said this may be their last year in, in Kansas city. And then I hear differently and I hear that they want to stay and they will consider taking a, the, maybe the same money that they're making right now or even maybe a little less to stick around because they want to stay within the organization they're in. That'd be awesome. And one is just happens to be two of them both are wide receivers. So I'm not going to throw out any names right now, but um, somebody had mentioned D-Rob the other day and said, well, it really sucks because D-Rob hasn't played really well this year. It's not a matter of not play- He had the first game, yeah, he didn't play that great. You know, he had a couple of drop passes, whatever the case may be. But he's been clutch in other games and made some phenomenal catches. And he's part of this offense that makes us click. And unless he gets a giant contract somewhere else, he's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he will get a giant contract somewhere else. So it is, we've got who we've got for a while. And then, hey... We still got the draft coming, and you know how we do in the draft. We find studs so no our, every year. Every year we find studs, bro. And if they're not complete studs at the beginning, they are by game three. So we don't have nothing to worry about for a long time. I'll just put it that way. But uh, what's your prediction for the game? I think the Chiefs are going to end up winning if they play this game. I think it's going to be 37 to 15. Okay. No, sorry, no, 37 to 17, my bad, sorry. I think the Raiders will get a couple touchdowns towards the end. Okay. I'm going to go, because of the way our defense has been playing and the fact that we're playing the Raiders and Derek Carr, I'm going to say 34-10. Okay, that's good. That's good. 24-point margin. Yep. And I think right now we are, I think we were 12-point favorites the last time I looked, but... I mean, that's, you know, and it's crazy just to wrap this up, but have you noticed that our point spread to win is higher than any other team that I've seen? And I don't know if you've seen, but dude, how many teams can say, oh, well, they're favored by 12. They're favored by 16. They're favored by 10. I mean, you know, we're getting one. plus 10 about almost every other week, so I've never seen yeah. any team have that besides the maybe the 2007 Patriots. Yeah. I, it's crazy how these and, – and by the way, everybody's got us ranked number one still, which by by I am elated by that because we are never – we've never had that luxury. Even in 18 and 19, we were ranked 
third, fourth, fifth, back to third, second sometimes. Every week it changed. I think they're finally realizing that they can't make those rash decisions because of Mahomes not having a 400-yard game because our defense <clears throat> is so much better now that they can't say that we are not number one in the league right now. And right now we're ranked number one. Uh, yeah, man. Through four games. We're so, looking really great. I can't wait to see how we do coming up. Yep. And, we, and then we got Buffalo, guys. Just a reminder, thir- I think it's a Thursday night game. Yep, Thursday night game. game. Short week. Short week. And uh, we're, it's going to be a fun one. So, while uh, this has been a great show and we've had a lot of fun, um, it's been a long one. So, I'm going to say maybe we should wrap this up. What do you think? Yeah, man, I agree. Hey, we get ready for our next show coming up after the game Sunday. Yep, after the game Sunday, we will have another one. And then uh, Thursday night, we're going to have another one. Oh, did you want to do anything about the giveaway now, or did you want to wait? Um, Let's go on and wait real quick. We'll, we'll announce it on Twitter. Okay, sounds good. So, guys, if you're listening, um, we're going to announce a giveaway on Twitter. And um, hopefully, with uh, the stars aligning, we will get the uh, – we're going to have somebody on the show that you guys are all going to love. And I've uh, been talking to him back and forth, texting, talking, and we're going to get him on the show, and and uh, you guys will have fun. So with that being said, um, I say uh, have a great rest of the week. Get ready for this beatdown coming on Sunday, as long as we can play this game. And uh, we will talk to you Sunday night. Sounds good. You guys have a good night, guys. Peace out, people.